Hi, Jim. Wait, let me say <laughs> Let me say hi, Mom, first. Oh, oh. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm good, Mom. How are you doing this week? I'm good. Good. This week with my friend Langan Kingsley, who I just love. She's so funny and nice. We ate, I had for the first time, tempeh. I never heard of it. All right. It's like an alternative meat. So instead of having a hamburger, you would have tempeh, I guess, on a bun with cheese and lettuce and tomato. It's made Uh, with soybeans. uh, I don't think I would like it. You think I'm going to like it? Uh, No. All right. I don't think so. We'll see. I'm going to eat it for the first time and then I'm going to call you back. So if you're listening to the podcast, when I'm done with Langan, don't turn it off because we have Lois coming on to talk about tempeh. And right now, mom, we're gonna, what are we going to do? I don't know. Start the show. (laughs) We're going to start the show. (laughs) I thought I'd let you say it this time. I never had a plum or tuna fish. Baby, no. Let me try some new exciting dish. Baby, no. Bok choy, collard greens, pad thai. So many foods I haven't tried. I'm kind of scared to eat them. I won't lie. Mouth. I'm Jimmy Smagula. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Baby Mouth Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Smagula. You know all these things already if you've been listening along. I'm eating foods for the first time. It's scary, but also fun and exciting. If you have not been able to contribute to the podcast yet, throw us a few dollars. You can Venmo me directly at Jimmy Smagula on Venmo, which I love and appreciate. You can also click the link tree on either one of our Instagrams that'll send you to Patreon, which um, has a thing you can do for $6 a month, which will just hit your card every month for six bucks. Thank you to my Patreons. I really, really appreciate it. You can also go through PayPal on there. There's many ways to support our independent podcast. We also have merchandise, which is on the link tree. If you'd like a baby mouth mug or a no thank you mask, they're all available and you're buying them and I enjoy and I appreciate it. This week, we're doing something called Tempe. Tempe. T-E-M-P-E-H. Tempe. Tempe. Uh, This seems like yet another alternative Meat. Now, if you've been following along, you know that we did Satan earlier this season, which I said was aptly named after Satan, the Prince of Darkness, because it was disgusting. That feels like very different because I've already cooked this tempeh and I'm looking at it and it looks much more appealing. It looks gentler, much like my guest this week. She is both gentle and appealing. If you enjoy shows like Corporate on Comedy Central or the Goldbergs on CBS, the Tiffany Network, as they call it, you will enjoy my guest this week because she's written on both of those shows. Please welcome to Baby Mouth, Langan Kingsley Langan. Welcome to Baby Mouth. 
Thank you so much. I, I regret to inform you that Goldberg's is on ABC. Oh, but, my um, God. <laughs> it's okay. Well, think, that is not the Tiffany you know, Network. What's the ABC? What is that called? Do they have a thing? American Broadcasting Company. But I don't think NBC has a name. I don't think ABC has a name like that. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, there can only be one <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> There's only one Tiffany. Maybe ABC will call it the Platinum Network. Was it Tiffany after the, the, the jewelry store? I think so. I th- I mean, am I making that up? I feel like it's called I, the Tiffany Network. I believe this to be true, but I think that's extremely confusing branding. It's very confusing because here I was thinking that the Goldbergs was on CBS when in fact it's on (laughs) ABC. What a difference. But Langan, how are you doing? You know, it's Thursday. It's noon. We're here in L.A. What's happening? Um. What is happening? Well, famously, we had a little, I, I didn't know if this was in person over Zoom. So yes, I, I sent you, you the link and you said, oh, I'm glad you sent the link because I was on my way to your house. Yeah. So you spared me a frantic drive Thank to God. Highland Park. I'm so um, sorry that I maybe I wasn't more clear in my emails. Like I say, people, that's why I beg you to send me money because it's just me trying to throw this together with some string and some Elmer's glue every week. And I, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, It is what it is. Sometimes we get on just by the skin of our teeth as we are this week. Um, Yeah, no, I didn't think, you know, I think this was a classic. I skim, you know, who knows? I don't want to. I don't want to start this like laying blame at each other's feet. It's okay. You know, you're one of our favorite people. I mean, Bridger and I, you're, I mean, we have hung out one-on-one, you and I. We went to a wonderful <laughs> restaurant in New York called the Westville, which I remember. Do you remember that? And we sat at the little I, counter at the Westville. I do remember it. Westville, Chelsea. Westville, Chelsea. There are many Westvilles. Or maybe now they're everywhere. Two or three. Oh, are they? I don't know. I mean, there was just a time, I feel like, where, you know, every day. I knew it was West, a simpler though. time. Well, it was a simpler yeah. time when we sat at the counter. That's definitely true. But we Correct. love, yeah. we love you. Now, now you have to forgive me because we've had many meals together, but I feel like you are, let me just guess and you can tell me how wrong I am. But okay. I feel like you are vegan and you are dairy free and gluten free. Tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> I'm vegetarian, so okay. you're mostly wrong. So what is the, because I'm always confused, vegetarian means you can eat fish and eggs? What is that? Well, technically pescatarian is you eat fish okay. and dairy, but no like, you know, Chicken other types beef. of animals. Yeah. And then vegetarian is you kind of eat no animals, but you'll eat animal products. So what is an, so is an egg considered an animal product? Yes, because, okay. you know, it's produced from an animal. You do. I feel like mm. this is a conversation I exclusively have with my uncles. So I'm like, <laughs> we're over the I'm ages. sorry because I do. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm 46. I apologize. I don't. I don't get it. And by the way, you explaining it to me today, tomorrow, I will be right back to square one going, okay, wait, a vegan. <laughs> I don't think your age. I, no, I mean, I, you are, first of all, you are young. Second of um, all, you have come of age mm. with the, um, you know, vegetarian movements, mm. like new that you've lived in New York and LA. I like, know. That's not being excuse. I don't know what it is. It doesn't stick because I don't care because I eat everything. I mean, I want to eat everything. I actually, in reality, probably eat nothing. But I, I have a friend who is 
gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan. That's tough. That's that's going to be a tough one to yeah um, to bring something to the game night at her house. You, it's like, you know, there's a bakery in our neighborhood called Amara Bakery, uh-huh. where they do like gluten-free, dairy-free, everything free, and and it's they're delicious pastries. I don't know how they make a cookie with nothing in it, but it's delish. Yeah, it can be quite good, but it also can be quite challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> and, you vegetarian uh, for the reason of animals, or is it for a health reason, or kind of a combo of both? And when did you become a full-fledged vegetarian person? Wow, great question. Compound um, question. I've been watching the John, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which I do not want to get into because it's a very oh divisive topic. I have a lot of opinions. I know. That. Everyone does. But what I do want to say is that I now, I could be a trial lawyer because I've listened to so many objections. And one thing you can't ask is a compound question, which is what I just asked you. Oh, interesting. Why are you well, a vegan and when did you begin? I would have to ask that separately. Yeah, I'm not a vegan. As oh right, a vegetarian. Now I said vegetarian. Objection! Strike that honor. from the record, um, Judge Penny. <laughs> she's the judge in the Johnny Depp case. Oh my! And God. Camille Vasquez is his lawyer, and she's the greatest. Not to put anything. I'm not saying any anybody's wonderful, but as far as just the legal team. But wait, okay. So let's go back. So you became a vegetarian. When and why? So I became a vegetarian in college. I had wow. wanted to sort of do it earlier, probably very, very um, like Lisa Simpson, you know, style of if we all remember when she became a vegetarian <laughs> yes, and saw yes. the little lamb on her plate. Oh. Um, but yeah, probably. I mean, mostly for like love of animals and oh. just sort of the reasoning of. It seems like if I can stay alive without the death of other creatures, um, I mean, that's not true, though, of course, because I do things every day that probably cause human death, but um, we all have phones, but that's where it came, came from. And then I really wanted to be a vegetarian. My mom wouldn't let me. Because when you're a vegetarian, one thing, if you have a family like mine, is they'll constantly for years ask you how do you get enough protein is like the big question um and they're worried about anemia especially if you're a woman yes yes or a menstruating individual i should say and so cycling a cycling person (laughs) a cycling person uh (laughs) so then when in college i i did a little trick and i said i'm giving up meat for lent (gasps) Now, for those of you that aren't Catholic, Lent is the 40 days before Easter where you have to give up. Is it 30 days or 40 days? 40. 40 40 days we have to give something up, which I did all through high school. Yeah. So I I would give up. I think I'd give it up for about three days and then just cheat. And then, yeah, I was like candy or TV hot. Right, right. So you gave up meat for Lent as a way in. As a way in. And then in college, I happened to live, I, I was assigned at random to, a, my dorm had a dining hall that was the vegetarian kosher dining hall. Wow, so also where did you go to easy. school? I went to Wellesley College. Oh my God. Well, that's very highbrow. It's very highbrow. Yes. I think they've, I think they may have closed, maybe that dining halls. Anyway, that's the fascinating story. of <laughs> That is interesting. Now, how do you feel? I guess you really don't know a difference in how you feel. Do you go to the doctor regularly? Do you have enough protein? Are you anemic? What do you think? 
How are I'm your not numbers? anemic. My numbers are good. Mm-hmm. I have enough protein. The one thing you can be a little deficient in is I am sometimes B12, which oh. um, vegans especially can be oh, deficient okay. in B12 because it comes from animal protein specifically. Oh. Um, so I, would I took, think iron yeah. would be a thing. Yeah, but the thing is, like with protein and iron, you get that through like vegetable, you know, there are lots of things that contain like spinach has iron in it. So a lot of spinach. I think like Americans overestimate how much we need for meat. Um, How much we need for everything. Can we just say, I would say that in this country, we overestimate how much we need period. Yeah. I also will say the thing about being vegetarian that I kind of said, cause I'll, I don't like fish, but I'll occasionally eat fish and I probably should eat more because it's so good for you. But I'm, I kind of am like, I don't think I should be able to like eat anything. I couldn't personally like be okay killing or watching die. You know what I'm saying? And I could kill a fish like push comes to shove, but I don't want to, you know, do you have a line as far as animals that you wouldn't kill? Like you're good with flies, mosquitoes, rats, mice. Do you feel bad about a raccoon, a <laughs> possum? You know what I mean? Like where do you start? Is it a size issue? That's to be honest, I just don't really like killing anything. Wow, like even bugs. That's so Bri- great. Even Bridger bugs. the other day was killing a spider and I was like, I have to walk yeah, away from this. I, know. I don't know if this is a good, but I don't, I wouldn't say this is a good quality, especially well, for the coming, you know, apocalypse. That- it's not a good, <laughs> it's not <laughs> a quality that I have. Uh, I think because I grew up in New Jersey with a tough mother and a tough father who wanted to kill everything that wasn't supposed to be in the house. And then growing up and then living in New York City, where I'll tell you, like, I lived in Midtown Manhattan on 47th Street between 8th and 9th Avenues, which they call Hell's Kitchen, for six years. And I, I saw a bug one time in six years. Now, I had friends that lived literally two blocks away on 49th street that would catch the bed bugs in their Ziploc bags and show them to me and show them to their landlord. Oh my God, they no. said, no oh. one believes that we have bed bugs. So we're going to catch them. And Justin Packard, I remember, and he would show me in a Ziploc bag. Here are the bed bugs. Uh, but I never had bugs. I had one time. I remember I came home at night. There was a huge enormous water bug. I don't know what it was. It was a big ass bug with the antennas. It asked me directions to the subway. I gave it directions. (laughs) It went on its way. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No, really. I, and I killed it. I squashed it. So I don't know. Like, I mean, you talking about that. I, the one thing I can't deal with is like bugs in the kitchen. So like that, that said like cockroaches will like, ugh. I, so I you have, have a threshold killing it, but yeah, I just, it, then it becomes like life or death for me. And it's like, I don't like this, but you are like, I just, I'm too, I can't deal with bugs around food and well, who can, who should, I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a tough thing to deal with. And like when you lived in New York, did you have a bug problem in your place? Cause I know you lived in New York for a while, right? We never had, I thank God, knock on wood. Yeah. If you heard, I never had bed bugs, but (laughs) certainly some cockroaches. Like one time I was peeing in the bathroom and a cockroach like scurried across and I've never 
gotten up from a toilet so quickly in my life, like stopped, like cut it off midstream and ran. Just all the way out the toilet, yeah. all the way out the bathroom. But um, we had mice at certain apartments and that, that oh, was really, there were some sort of painful stories that I won't, I won't fully get into, mm. but um, especially for me, but yeah, yeah, that was the extent of it. That's rough. You know, one yeah. time I remember eating at a restaurant that's not in New York anymore on 15th Street called Chat and Chew. Chat and Chew. Oh, Nicole Byer worked there. You're she kidding. She's the waitress there. Oh, Mike. Well, if she worked there in the <laughs> 90s, she certainly waited on me because I was there all the time. Are you kidding me? How do you know that? I think she, I think she might have been not there in the 90s, but I know because I remember that name. Oh my god! I don't know who owned it, but I mean, I probably I went there with my girlfriend at the time in college. We would go there all the time. I probably gravitated toward it because it was gay owned, and I didn't know it, (laughs) but I felt the magnetism. But we, I remember, we were sitting down at a table. There were three of us. It was myself, my girlfriend at the time, and our friend Suzanne, and it had wood paneling walls. Uh It was like wood with little cracks in them. And I'm chatting away and I'm looking at Suzanne and it's a full room, full restaurant. Tables are all on top of each other. And right next to Suzanne's head on the wood panel oh my God, was a no. huge roach crawling no. up, crawling up, crawling up. She's talking to me and I'm looking at the roach and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at the roach. And she finally goes, what? And I said, well, and just, I swear to God, as I said, well, the roach jumped off the wall onto our table and I screamed and the whole restaurant stopped because I screamed and and you were you were straight at the time thank you yes trying to be trying so hard to be straight (laughs) you know it was a different time okay I don't even think we had Will and Grace on TV yet it was a different time you have to understand there were no, you know, there were a few maybe parades, but uh, you never saw them on TV. <laughs> you know, we didn't have shows on television anyway. And the roach jumped and I screamed and the whole restaurant stopped. And I said, there's a roach. And the waitress goes, it's New York. Get over it. And that was yeah. it, the whole restaurant. But yeah, roaches are a thing, bugs, but I'll kill anything that doesn't belong. I, yeah. I will. I just, wow, it's that's not a good. dangerous phrase taken out of context. Yeah, not people. Not, you know, not certain animals, but I don't know that it is an odd kind of, um, it's an odd hierarchy of animals where it's like, I feel, I would feel horrible and I don't think people should go and kill lions or, or elephants for ivory. That seems barbaric to me. That seems insane. Like, I think those people should be sent off somewhere. You can't do that. But if you want to kill a roach or a fly or a mosquito, hit it. Yeah. I don't know, Langan. I, I mean, I, I get it. I also think that, you know, we have a different relationship with our food now. This is a larger discussion, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? As yeah, opposed yeah. to a time where people lived closely with animals yes. and sort of knew what, the, like, had more awareness of the cycle of life. And yes. so rather than addressing all that, I've just chosen to stop thinking. I think it's it. great. I hope I can get there because, as you know, and as my listeners know, I have a I have an incredible 
80 pound rescue dog that I, you know, that is the love of my life. I've had her for seven years. I literally told her on the ride home from the shelter is before I had met Bridger and on the ride home while she was in her crate in the back of my car, I jokingly said to her, okay, you got to find daddy a husband or I'm bringing you right back. And a month later I met Bridger. (laughs) So, and you said the absolute best funniest thing anyone will ever say about my dog. I will never forget that you said it. It describes her to a T and you said something like, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but it was like, yeah, there's definitely a human being in there trying to get out. <laughs> like she's just so soulful and she's so beautiful and she wants to connect with human beings and she's so expressive and emotional. And so I understand the, desire not to want to kill animals i get it yeah i mean i don't know who knows if i spent a lot of time around i was gonna say a pig but apparently pigs are incredibly intelligent pigs seem really highly sweet in, and people have the highly most intelligent yeah, creatures yeah. yeah all right well tempe i'll tell you as i said in the intro i did satan or satan a few yeah. weeks ago and it was awful it tasted so bad i had it alone and i also had it in a quesadilla and both Ugh. were bad in like a vegan quesadilla, you know, like fake cheese, fake everything. I don't like, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't really love Satan. It's, yeah. I mean, I think there's like, whatever we, this is a larger discussion about fake meat. And yeah. I think as a vegetarian, sometimes it's disturbing now with like impossible burgers and stuff right. that, that like, cause the aim is different. It's trying to get meat eaters not to eat meat. So yes. you're trying to make it taste as much like meat as possible, right. which when you haven't eaten meat for like years, you take a bite and you're like, is this, I like oh, have to pull it apart. And I'm wow, like, is this so actually a burger? Um, but I feel like tempeh is sort of this weird where it is kind of a meat alternative, but it's also its own thing, much like tofu where it's like tofu is used as a meat alternative, but it's also like a thing on into to and of itself. Although I think tempeh has more uh, tofu kind of takes on the taste of whatever, like you can prepare it many different ways, whereas tempeh is like kind of its own. And this is a soy-based meat alternative, not wheat-based or gluten-based, which is Satan. Is it so is tempeh so it's being it's it's, it's beans, sprouted. Oh, so sprouted. it's like for, okay. it's like kind of <laughs> all right. I mean look all I it's fermentation. Fermentation. Well whatever. You're gonna what did you get? What kind of tempeh I got um from Target just in a bag. Let me see. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Let me check. Did you prepare it at all? I did. did I fr- Well, okay. I'm lying. I'm saying I did. No, I did not. Bridger prepared the Light Life plant-based vegan original organic tempeh eight ounces from Target. I think it was okay. four bucks. Okay. They're beautifully done. He did a beautiful job. He just put some olive oil in a pan. I like to eat everything on this podcast kind of raw in its real form with no yeah. sauces at least try it that way before I try it in something. We're just going to do this raw and real and fresh, but look how beautifully oh, that looks great. He yeah. made it beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Now I, I do. I just do want to address before you take a bite. We did have some controversy over. I had suggested mochi and tempeh. Right. You chose tempeh. Then you backtracked and said mochi. And then you said Bridger insisted 
you do tempeh. Yes. What was the piece behind the curtain? There, there? There's a big, uh, yeah, I got to really expose the, the backstory here. So the curtain's got to really open wide for this. <laughs> so yes, you're exactly right. You had said mochi, mochi or tempeh. I said, let's do tempeh. Because mochi, although I've never had it, looked enjoyable. I was like, I totally would eat that if I knew it existed. Like it's ice cream, kind of like with a hard shell or something. So I was like, that, I love ice cream. I have ice cream every night. A tiny little scoop for my diabetes of ice cream. Delish. So I was like, well, that's not as challenging for me. I feel like I... I will like that. And now even just the fact that you've brought mochi into my consciousness as something that exists in the world, I'm going to order it. Okay. Doesn't mean I won't do it on the podcast. Maybe I will if somebody picks it. But tempeh seemed more challenging to me because I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Okay. So then I said tempeh. So then I started my search and I couldn't find. I saw Kitchen Mouse, but I didn't, which is a restaurant nearby me in Highland Park, Kitchen Mouse. But I didn't see tempeh on the menu. I didn't see it. And I know they have it. But I didn't see it, and then I started to panic. I'm going to have to cook this tempeh. I'm going to have to do a recipe of tempeh. I'm terrified of doing that. I don't cook. I don't like to turn on the oven, the gas. I don't know what I'm doing. And then Bridger was like, Jim, just get the tempeh. I'll put it in a pan. It takes three minutes. Go to Target. Go to the big Target and Eagle Rock and get the tempeh. So I said, okay. And I went to the big Target in Eagle Rock, which I love, and they had the tempeh. And you know, when you look on the Target app, I really enjoyed, they tell you what aisle and number it's in. Yeah. So you can just whoop. I whooped right in there, D14 at the Eagle Rock large Target on Colorado Boulevard. Aisle D14, it was right there, four bucks, I've got my tempeh. And he promised that he would cook it for me, which he did this morning. Okay, so it's you have a plate of somewhat cold tempeh. It's cold. He said temperature cold doesn't matter. Cooked. Cold I don't. I don't think it does. It looks great. It, it looks, looks delicious. Brown. It almost looks like a delicious Jimmy Dean sausage. It, it, yes, in a way. <laughs> and I know it's the farthest thing from Jimmy Dean sausage. I'm sure the tempeh people would well, not be happy that I'm comparing it to a sausage. But it looks like that. I'm going to make believe it is that a nice sausage link. So that I can get it down without anxiety. Langan, yeah. are you ready for me to try the tempeh? I'm, I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen and people everywhere, first time tempeh with Langan Kingsley, the Goldbergs on ABC, and corporate <laughs> on Comedy Central. I've only appeared on corporate. I have not appeared on the Goldbergs. And that's fine. Here I go. Tempeh. First time. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It has no flavor. <laughs> it's not offensive in any way. It tastes like, um, I don't know, what does that taste like? It literally. Are you getting like a little sour? No. Interesting. Maybe it's just this highly target processed tempeh. Usually it doesn't taste little, like anything. There's usually a little like sort of not unpleasant sourness to it. No, that literally tastes like nothing. There is, it's not an offensive flavor like the Satan was offensive. Yeah. Um, do you, could I make like a tempeh parmesan, like put tomato sauce and cheese on that? I have literally never heard of it being used that way, but okay. absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to have another bite just to see if I can dig in a little more and explain to the listeners what this actually tastes like. Because as of right now, you're, you're not getting it is the one food I've ever had on this podcast that is <laughs> void of taste. 
that's that's kind of a good thing. Though. Yeah, it's, let me try uh, again. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. It literally tastes like nothing. I don't know what that is. It has a nice. Consi- I like the consistency mm-hmm. of it. I don't know if you're, but it sort mm-hmm. of has a. I don't quite know how. Almost like a grainy. Yeah. Consistency, like it is beans. You know what I mean? You can tell yeah. that it has a beanie. Feldstein consistency, <laughs> not Feldstein. Beanie consistency. You know what I mean? Like it is. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's a chewy, a chewiness to it. That's nice. Mm. Oh wow! Look at that. Well, it's good. It's not anything. I don't know. Is it good for me? Is it going to help me live longer? The the tempeh. Absolutely. Yeah. Ten years at the least. Mm. Um, well, I will say this is often used as a bacon substitute. So you had so, mentioned that. Go try yeah. to find a bacon tempeh. So sometimes like for a BLT, if you're going to make a vegetarian BLT or mm. a vegetarian breakfast sandwich, um, you can also like, as you can probably tell from it, it will crumble. So you can, you know, crumble it and do different stuff with it. But Do you eat a lot of this in your life? I probably don't eat it as much as I should for someone who likes it. Mm-hmm. There used to be, I, I used to live in New York as well. Yes. And I lived in Park Slope and there was a, the farmer's market there. And there was a tempeh, tempeh guy at the farmer's oh. market. And that tempeh was really good because it was oh. like very fresh. And But all these things, like, I feel like now it's probably way easier to find it than it was like five or 10 years ago, you yeah. know, because you maybe get into the habit of not looking for this stuff because you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to find it. Right. I got a little nervous, which is why I switched back and forth a couple times between (laughs) mochi and tempeh because I was like, oh, God, I'm not going to be able to find some enough to cook it. I'm scared. I'm intimidated. I'm glad I did it. I mean, what did you eat yesterday? Like, what's a typical eat day for Langan Kingsley vegetarian? That is a really good question. Do you have a breakfast in the morning? Yes, I have. Um, at this point in my life and for the past several years, I eat oatmeal every morning. Same here, Langan. That's how I start my day with a delicious microwavable oatmeal. See, I make it stovetop. But it takes so long. It really doesn't take that long. No? What do you do? Tell me. You just put the oats (laughs) in, put water in, turn the stove on, which I know is sort of a hard step for you. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, but you just have to watch it because it will, you, you want to bring it to a boil and then bring it down because otherwise it will scald the bottom of your pan. And that doesn't take a half hour? Mm, I don't know. It's like while I'm making my coffee. Right, because Bridger makes that. my coffee every morning. He prepares oh, wow. my coffee, which is lovely. And then I put my microwavable oatmeal in the <laughs> microwave. And in a minute, I have delicious oatmeal. That's a low sugar maple. It's low sugar, but maple flavored. And I put almonds in it. Wow. I mean, that sounds good. I cannot, the like fake flavor, I'm going to be honest, sounds gross to me. But I do like a little maple syrup on my oatmeal. So you have a pure, you have a regular pure real maple syrup that you put on there, Vermont syrup? Yes, but usually I do a little honey, fruits, almonds, maybe chia seeds or coconut flakes. Oh, come on. And and yogurt, which is really delicious. Hell, B A H. It's, but it, you know what? I am also someone who needs, now you've really tapped into, I need breakfast first thing in the morning. I need coffee and I need food. I cannot, do you know these people who go like they get to work and they haven't eaten breakfast yet? It, I can't. I used to walk Edie, the dog, my dog, 
I used to walk her before breakfast and then come in and do it. No way. Now I get up. I make my oatmeal. I take my myriad of vitamins and diabetes pills and reflux pills. And I mean, you should see the pills. <laughs> I'm getting over a cold. Now I have a pack and I have a cough pill. Oh, I have all kinds of pills. It's so pathetic. I take all my pills and then I make go right to my microwave and stick that oatmeal in. And in a minute, I'm enjoying a hot, delicious, fake maple syrupy, low sugar oatmeal. <laughs> but, I mean, you know... I think it's a great, I was told yeah. by an, like, I went to this, my old roommate in New York went to an acupuncturist, this okay. guy, oh, now I can't remember his name, but he was kind of crazy, and she and, and my other roommate, who's a dancer, were both obsessed with him, and the one time I went, whatever, but he told me, in sort of the intake, when you go to, have you had acupuncture? Oh, I used to go every, all, all the okay. time, every week, every other week. You know, but you know, they do that intake with you where they sort of talk to you. Yeah, and then he would look at my tongue and I would think, you don't really know. (laughs) This acupuncturist, he, uh, I'm not going to say where he is, but my friend and I both went to him and we called him Michael Dorsey from Tootsie because (laughs) he literally would say, hi, James. He talked just like Tootsie. I am not here to help. I'm going to help you with your acupuncture and I'm going to make you feel better, James. I, he literally talked like Tootsie. He that was lovely. I incredible. love him. I just stopped. <laughs> acupuncture is like one of those things like, do you know people that go to acupuncture forever? No. Like you kind of go and then you kind of peter out. Uh, yeah. I mean, my mom has pretty consistently been going, but she kind of cycles through different, oh. different acupuncturists. Yeah. But I... Yeah, but this guy told me he was like, he asked me what I would eat for breakfast in the morning at the time I was working and then, you know, whatever, doing like an improv show every night and getting us like, (laughs) 23rd Street, (laughs) bless you, 26, down in the dungeon, yeah, Um, but he, I I would, I used to have just yogurt with like fruit or granola or something, and he was like, that's, his, he said, you should be eating something hot in the morning. And I was oh. like, okay, what do you know? I have improv shows to do. Who has time for that? But um, of course, when you move to LA and have like too much time on your hands, you have to fill it somehow. So that's when I started eating oatmeal in the morning. And I I just think it's a great, I don't think there's a better way to start the day. I, I don't love think there's it. a better breakfast. No, you're getting your fiber. It's, it's so filling. filling. Yes. It's warm. It's comforting. I have that and a nice homemade cold brew. I mean, the thing I'll say about breakfast is that when you go out for breakfast, you're always getting ripped off. Breakfast oh, yeah. is the biggest ripoff if you're going out. It's wild to me. I'm like, we love All Time, which is a restaurant in Los Feliz. It's beautiful. Yes. It's lovely. It is so good. Everything they make there is delicious. But they put some cheesy eggs on toast and it's $16. It's just eggs with cheese on it. On a delicious bread. I mean, delish. I can't say how good enough how good that restaurant is. I love it. But come on. $12 would be nice. I, so I also have, because I need to eat first thing in the morning, even if I'm going to brunch or meeting someone from breakfast, Yeah, I will have, I, I will have had coffee and something to eat before yeah. I get there. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll be. You don't function. Yeah. Now, what do you do for lunch? Do you do snacks? Are you eating little meals all day? What's happening around noon, around 1 p.m.? It, dep- it depends. For me personally, I feel like a big lunch is never 
good for me. Yeah, it slows yeah, me yeah. down. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'll have like peanut butter sandwich. Oh, okay. Is a uh, PB and J always does me well. Maybe a hard boiled egg, like egg mm. salads, okay. um, some Simple. apples and peanut butter. Wow. Put some light cinnamon lunch. on there. That sounds good, but light. Yeah, but also snack kind of in and around it. And then are you hitting it for dinner? Yeah, I feel like I always. I don't know. Dinner really varies depending on what's available. You get a CSA box, which is always like a panic to try and. What does CSA mean? Community Casting Society of America. Of America, yeah. All the cast, different (laughs) casting director comes and delivers you a box every day, puts you on tape Um, to a slate. Langan Kingsley, I'm five eight in Los Angeles. I eat my uh, my art. No, it's community-supported agriculture. So it's like a box you get delivered that farm. And I actually subscribed to one that Hillary was telling me about. Yes, yes. Our friends. and But it's, I'm... It's very bougie. Yeah, yeah. We Bridger told me about it. And it sounds wonderful, but we don't cook. Yeah, and it's a lot of pressure. So even if you do... And it's a lot of things like lettuces, which... You, like we're two people so you're sort of like race against the clock to eat mm, this before it goes boy. bad but it it does like sort of force you to eat a lot of i mean i think as you probably know because you've had to ch- change like dietary habits mm-hmm. and you feel so much better when you eat better but our world makes it very hard <laughs> to like yeah. eat well it's very odd because i do feel so much better when i eat less you know i don't i have to say like to be honest i don't feel like i'm eating better because i'm still having hamburgers and french fries and a little ice cream and chicken parm and pasta and all of the carb heavy things that i've eaten my whole life i just have a lot less of it i have a, a maybe a quarter of the portion that i used to have do you eat more vegetables no, now or fruits and vegetables? No. I love fruits. I love, but also fruits with diabetes, you have to be very careful. Very careful. I mean, strawberries are the diabetic person's friend for a fruit. And Is I love strawberry, but I would enjoy it. They, they don't have any sugar in them, believe it or not. And they're so sweet. Oh. Like their sugars are okay for diabetes for some reason. But yes. I love a sugar in a cream, like a, a, a strawberries and cream. Oh, yeah. Or a strawberry shortcake, maybe a little oh, bit of cake, yeah. pound cake, with a lot of cream. Because cream, also like whipped cream, has nothing in it. It has sugar in it, but it's so small for diabetes. So like strawberries and cream is a great, because I'm all about dessert. Obviously, I'm diabetic for a reason, because I love sugar. I love sweet. I love, yeah. I love dessert. If I could just eat dessert all day, I would. I, um, yeah, I do, I do like dessert. I don't like super sugary thing. Like, as you know, New York, like Magnolia Bakery, those oh. cupcakes. I, I found those disgusting. They're oh my sweet. God. And the banana pudding. You delish. Love them. The oh mani- banana pudding is good. What are you eating less- for dessert? Do you have a dessert every night or as Bridget calls a it tr- a treat? A treat. Yes. A I treat. have a treat every night. Um, I, but it's usually like, I'll have a little piece of chocolate or how um, little, like one square. No, like I'll just bring out like a bag of Trader Joe's (gasps) chocolate covered pretzels and not eat the whole bag, but like, it sounds like a dream. Yeah. I don't know. The more like, I don't know if you find this, I have trouble 
sleeping too and so i'm also mm. like is this a thing whatever it's weird i've been it's having trouble sleep- sleeping lately only lately yeah. like last night i woke up at 4 a.m and couldn't go back to sleep all right and a few nights ago, the same thing. I woke up at 3.30 and couldn't go back to sleep. I'm also getting over a cold. And yeah. also, we had an earthquake last night. So I wonder if I felt if the bed shook and I woke up. We they did. said there was an earthquake. They could hear it feel in Burbank, which is not that far from us here in Highland Park. Wow. So I wonder if maybe I shook around. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. It's poss- possible. Anything's possible <laughs> nowadays. Wait, I just am still trying to get it over. You don't eat any vegetables on a regular well, basis I, I mean no i mean potatoes huh so, no yeah. i mean i love carrots but they're horrible for you carrots are so bad they have so much sugar in them oh wow i um you know i love you know what i really like green beans and i love asparagus but i rarely have it because we don't cook and yeah. because I have a, the oatmeal for breakfast and I have a regular lunch, like I'll have a, a, a bowl at Chipotle with mm. a lot of lettuce and like it's not a bad bowl. It's got brown rice and chicken. Yeah. So then for dinner, like we usually just have a bad dinner. We'll have pizza. We'll have a meat. We'll split a meatball sub instead of having my own meatball sub. I'll have half of a sub. You know, we, I mean, Bridger and I, we're garbage eaters. We're garbage eaters. We go out for, you know, last night I had in and out, but not all the fries, you know, a little bit. I grew up, my mom was extremely health conscious. I grew up in LA, Boulder, Colorado, and Portland, Oregon, three places with a lot of food and health culture. And so I grew up probably the other end of the spectrum of like, wow, extreme, extreme focus on Wow, we had zero focus on health. Yeah, uh, when it came to food, because my parents just weren't brought up that way. They were blue. They are blue collar. They're still with us. They are blue collar (laughs) people from New Jersey. And they didn't have the sense and the wherewithal and the experience of like, oh, you shouldn't give your kids, you know, half a bag of potato chips with their bologna and cheese sandwich for lunch every day. Yeah. But that's what I ate every day. And it's okay. Thank God. I know I have diabetes because if I never went to the doctor to be checked, I would just be walking around with a sugar of 500 when it should wow. be between 80 and 120, and not know it. So I'm grateful wow. that at least I know now, is there anything before we wrap up here? Is there anything that you won't eat? What's on your, like, do not eat list? Well, besides me, obviously, yeah. I don't eat. But I mean, like, vegetarian oh, allowed yes. things. That you I, I hate beets. I okay, beets, I had those last I've, season, and they were gross. I've tried. I made, like, because we would get so many at the CSA box. I made beet latka, latkes, which are, like, yeah. you know, trying to disguise it with potato pancakes but with beets oh my god yeah i hate beets and i this is a bit controversial but i really hate a lot of tomatoes okay not all tomatoes but a lot of tomatoes are i just can't i'm not a big tomato person do you do you also include in that tomato sauce or just no right same i i like a cooked tomato and i also like some tomatoes like a nice big sweet heirloom tomato yeah. with basil and some mozzarella. Oh, <laughs> well, my God. <laughs> uh, like, this you know, is up a crust and, this week. Yeah, like a tomato on a I just, I was just like, they taste mealy to me. Interesting. And it was acidic. And, you know, ugh. I had a tomato for the first time on this podcast. 
Oh, but you've clearly had cooked tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, tomato like sauce, sauce, ketchup, yeah. of course. I've had tons right. of tomato products. But mm-hmm. I was actually afraid to eat just the tomato. It was fine. It was very watery. Like, it didn't what, have a rich... Kinds? I don't know. It was a red tomato. I want a po' boy, maybe, is when I had it for the first time. Uh, it was just a good... But you're, you're, you're giving me a good idea for a future episode, which is that I should do a plate of all different tomatoes. Heirloom yes. and... Green, the, tiny, the teensy tiny, ones. Yeah, I should do that. That would be really fun. And also, I want to do a cheese plate because I haven't had a lot of cheeses. Do you enjoy cheese? I do. I kind of thought that was. I I briefly thought about maybe suggesting different cheeses. Like I've but never I had a gouda. I've never had a manchego. I don't even know uh, what that is. Do you like blue cheese? Have you had never blue really cheese? had blue cheese? No. Mm. I did a Wendy's blue cheese burger commercial, and I didn't have to eat the burger. Thank God. Oh, you didn't. I always no. feel like when they sent those, they would be like, "Have to be okay eating." You know, there were three of mechanics in the commercial, and the other mechanic the guy sitting down had to eat the burger and I just like bantered with him Wow! about what are you, who are you, you think you're better than me? Cause you have a blue cheese. It was like, that. still, still playing straight. Uh, yeah. Always, <laughs> always. Come on people. I'm fluid. Everybody's fluid. It is whatever you want it to be. I'm an actor. Give me a job. You know, as l- as God, as I'm a dancer. A cockroach <laughs> oh, a dancer dances. Yeah. Langan. I've had a lovely time. The tempeh was, completely unoffensive i don't really know what else to say about it it was a very neutral flavor it's the switzerland of of uh alternative meats i guess yeah well Although, i'm a little i'm happy but i'm also disappointed i you know i'm disappointed we didn't get a stronger reaction i but mean i like it okay. the reaction is thank you yeah for getting me to eat this because it sounds scary to me because i don't know that I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. Even when I Googled it on Google, I thought it looked like a cookie. I was like, oh, this looks like some kind of a delicious <laughs> cookie, Middle Eastern cookie. So, because it does kind of look like a cookie, but it's it's great. I mean, I guess you'd have to just put some sauce on there and some cheese on there, and then you don't have to eat meat. You would have tempeh parmesan, maybe I could try. Yeah. Buffalo or, tempeh yeah. wings. Definitely. All right. A tempeh quesadilla? Hey, no. the world is your... No, Pasta with tempeh? I think you, all of the, the... I think a whole world has opened Caesar up Caesar salad with tempeh? Sure. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, Langan, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Jim. It's time to talk to Lois, my mom from Jersey. Can she get on Zoom? No, thank you. Here comes Lois. Here comes Lois. Hi, Jim. Oh, you're in. I'm in. <laughs> you're getting much better at this. Oh, that's fine. That's Finally. What? Two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah, you're getting really good now, getting right in the Zoom. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, write a new song for you. Oh, boy. Now, do you, have you ever Zoomed with anybody else ever? No. No, no. Wow. All right. You FaceTime? Oh, yeah. FaceTime. Who do you FaceTime yes. with? The kids. Oh. Yeah. Don't you see them enough? Yeah. They went to Pittsburgh. Wow. Have to you visit ever, Reese's sister. Have you ever been to uh, Pittsburgh? Uh, no. Oh, it's nice. I was there. Yeah. Well, that's where Reese's sister lives. Oh, it's a big city. Yeah. I don't know what part. I think maybe the furthest west in Pennsylvania you went was Hershey Park. Well, yeah, because I went to Philadelphia. 
Yeah, but Hershey's uh, further Hershey west. Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about three, four hours? I think three, per, just three, three hours. Well, this week for the first time with my friend Langan Kingsley, she's a writer on corporate on comedy central and also a writer on the goldbergs did you ever watch the goldbergs oh i you know zoomed i mean went through it i never it's funny though <laughs> you zoomed I just, you through know, it yeah How, what know, do you I, mean i don't mean zoomed i mean you know if i was switching channels and that was on i might listen to it for a couple of minutes oh well you didn't say so it's didn't, funny though all right but you didn't really watch it no no Oh, interesting. You do you watch shows like that just for a couple minutes at a time? <laughs> if I'm looking for something to watch and I flip to that channel and I might watch it for a couple minutes and I flip to something else. So you don't feel like you want to watch the whole show from beginning show, to right, end. Right, right, right. All right. Well, we I ate for the first time with Langan Tempe. Tempe, never heard of it. What is it? <laughs> Tempe. <laughs> is an alternative meat that vegan and vegetarian people eat. And it's made from soybeans. Yeah. You cook it in a pan, and then you're supposed to use it in the place of meat. Oh, how's it taste? You know, it didn't taste like anything. I had it just plain. Bridger actually fried it up in a pan for me, and it didn't taste like anything. It had no, it was not, I said to her, it's completely unoffensive. It has no taste. And what'd she say? She said, yeah, well, you have to cook it with things. It's like tofu, where it kind of takes on the flavor of whatever whatever. it's cooked, you know, with. Never heard of it. It's like crumbly almost. It could be crumbly. It's T-E-M-P-E-H, tempeh. I never even heard of it. Look, I never heard of it either before this podcast. Have you ever had a soybean? Yeah, I tried. The kids love, what is it? Uh, Alamon. What is that? They like oh, the soybeans. Know. No idea. Adamame. 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 The, yes, adamame. The kids love that I tried it. Oh, you did? Yeah, because. When did you try open it? The be- well, they, they uh, Mikey ordered it once and they brought it here. Just one. I <laughs> How was it? What's all right? I mean, I wouldn't. I in fact, I have some in my freezer. I wouldn't go out of my way to eat it. <laughs> I like have, edamame. It's like peas. The kids love. Yeah, the kids love them. It tastes oh, good to them. me. I liked it a lot. Edamame. Yeah, I like peas. <laughs> yeah, but they're like peas. They're like squishy. I know. You eat them out of the pod, you know? Pod, right, yeah. It was good. The kids like them. And what kind of other beans do you like? I remember baked beans you like. Oh, I love baked pork pork and beans. beans, I like like green beans. Other beans, green beans. What else is there? You Um, you don't really like Mexican food, like black beans or pinto beans? I like, uh, what are the beans called in... um, in Vasavazul, those beans. Uh, what kind of beans, beans are they? No, they're not lima they're beans. They're white I don't like beans. Lima beans. White beans. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't like garbanzo beans. beans? No, I don't like uh, lima beans either. Ugh. I haven't had a lot of beans. I could do a beans episode with somebody and do gazpacho, not gazpacho beans. What are they called? Garbanzo beans. I could do. 
uh, lima beans, and I've never had black beans of any kind. Black beans. They that's look that's very goes a Mexican scary. food, right? Well, I like Mexican food, but I never had yeah. it with black beans. I've had pinto beans, which are good. They're like a lighter brown color, like a tan color. Yeah, yeah. They're very good. In a burrito, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. I had the bean and cheese burrito with Phil Rosenthal on season one. Oh. You ever have a bean and cheese burrito? Uh, no. You ever have Never a burrito? Never had a burrito? Uh, no. Never had a burrito of any kind? Nope. Ever been to Chipotle? No. Ever had any kind of Mexican food? Nope. A quesadilla? Nope. A taco? Nope. Nope. Enchilada? Nope. <laughs> wow. I mean, people. Oh, I... You think go crazy. I'm a baby mouth? You've never had any Chipotle is delicious. I had it today for lunch, as a matter of fact. I know you said you always say it's delicious. Yeah, I love Chipotle. They should sponsor this podcast. <laughs> or at least give me a couple free, you know, burrito bowls. Burrito bowls. Yeah. Wow, you would like a burrito. First of all, the uh, flour tortilla is delicious. It's all in a delicious tortilla. I don't think so. Then you I, have I, rice I and don't chicken. like all that. I don't like all that stuff mixed up. I don't like it. Do you like stews and things? Paella? Uh, yeah, I love... Yeah. You ever have paella? No, I don't like that, but I do like stew. Because <laughs> stew is all mixed up. I know, but it's with stuff I like. <laughs> so only things you like mixed up. Right. Yeah, I don't know if this tempeh... I mean, I guess you could make a... I don't know what you would do with it. Could you make a tempeh chicken parm and just make believe the tempeh was chicken? Chicken, probably. And put sauce and cheese on the tempeh? Probably. I don't think that would be delicious. I don't know. But I'll tell I you, there's a lot of vegetarian and vegan people in the world. Oh, there is. And there's, there's more and more. And, yeah. You know, Langan is a vegetarian, she explained, really, because she cares so much about animals. She doesn't feel yeah. like we should be eating animals. Almost, yeah. She'll eat animal products like eggs or, you know, something that comes from an animal. But she doesn't yeah. want to eat actual animals. In fact, she said she doesn't even like killing any kind of a bug or anything. Oh. Now, that's very different than you or I. Yes. You have no I problem. Like, I'm killing a mosquito or any kind of bug that's crawling. A fly. A fly, yeah. Roaches. Roaches. You ever seen a roach? No. No, I haven't seen one in my house. No. no but mosquitoes <laughs> in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, mosquitoes. What do you do to get rid of mosquitoes other than just kill them with a newspaper? No, I could ra spray them with Raid. Okay. Or fly swatter. <laughs> yeah, but you also put yeah. stuff on, right? Off or whatever. Oh, yeah. If I go out in the woods or something, I mean, I, I go, go on the deck. Out I don't in the woods? I, Where? When are you ever going out in the I'm woods? Not, in fact, I mean, if I went in the woods. But whenever I, I would you even deck. go? Have you ever been in the woods in your life? In the woods? No. I'll try it. I don't know. No, I'm just saying. If I Who went in, in the, the woods, okay, but people go hiking and stuff. In I know, the woods. but you, you have never been in the woods. You're now 75. It's probably safe to assume if you haven't gone by now, the chances of you going are probably. I'm trying slim. to. I'm not saying. I'm saying <laughs> if I went into the woods, I would put <laughs> off on. If I go outside on my beautiful deck, I don't put anything on. That's the point I'm trying to make. 
not about going in the woods. Well, you said if I were to go in the woods, and I'm like, well, when yeah, the hell would I you go in the woods? The... Where are you going? Well, who knows? I mean, I don't think you camping. Don't Have you ever gone camping in your life? No, ever I slept? don't like camping. I'm not going camping. Bug? No, <laughs> I don't want. People love camping. I, I know like Bridger it. just went camping with his friend. I said, "Have a great time and let me know how it is." I don't like camping. Why would you want to sleep in a tent? With bugs crawling and bears. Oh, I don't think. No, thank you. Have you ever slept outdoors in a tent, like in a backyard, for fun or anything? Mm. I don't know if I was little. If we did, maybe when I was little. Yeah. Like, Put a tent up in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I did that in our backyard. Maybe, but I don't remember. I don't remember doing it as a grown-up. Camping's not for me. I like a hotel. I like a. No, and a lot of people love camping. Right, a lot of people love camping. Ma, could you put your hand down because you keep putting the microphones? uh, You know, here we go again. The microphone, you know where the microphone is on the headphones or you're not, you don't know where it is. Yeah. Isn't it here? In the, where is well, it? Well, I can't see because I can only see from your nose up right now because of how you're, yeah, you know where it is. That white thing, Yeah, that's the microphone. So when you're scratching your head or you put your hand behind your head, like you're modeling. It moved. Yeah. It scratched scrapes and then I have to, then it just doesn't sound good for the listeners and they very much want to hear everything you have to say. To say. Could you believe that there are people in Bulgaria that listen to this podcast? Bulgaria. Bulgaria. And what do they say? Do they speak in English? I don't know. They don't write to me, but I can see who is listening and where. Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Bulgaria, Russia, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. Everybody's listening to the podcast. Canada, we're very popular in Canada. Good. Can you believe all over the world people no, are listening, talking to you, listening listening to you talk amazing. about camping? That's amazing. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So no outdoor so, stuff. You've never been, have you ever been on a hike in the woods? No, right? You said you've never no, even been no. in the woods. Nope. But the beach you enjoy. Oh, the beach, So yeah. outdoor activities beach. for you would be the beach. Beach, beach, yeah. Not or the woods. No, not the woods at all. Mountains? No mountains. No. You ever taken a I drive up the mountain? Yeah, when we came to California. We and you were yelling the whole time, screaming, get me down from here. We're that on. was daddy. No, no you were, we were yelling. Oh, it was the end of the cliff there. <laughs> well, we were on Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive, right. Mulholland Drive, not Muhammad Drive. Drive Mulholland. I didn't say Muhammad. Oh, my God. Muhammad <laughs> Ali Drive. We were on Mulholland Drive, which there are houses on. It's not a cliff. I know. We're not on a dirt road off-roading in my Hyundai. We're on a major road, and you're screaming, get me down from here. I don't. Oh, it was. I didn't like that. It was scary. You didn't like the view. Oh, yeah, I liked the view, but I didn't like the road. <laughs> you wouldn't like to live in a house that had a view like that every morning. You look out into the valley or into the Beverly Hills. Uh, I guess I would. Yeah. How about a skyscraper in New York, like a big tall apartment? No, I don't like heights. No, I don't like either. heights either. I don't like them. Did you ever go to the top of the Empire State Building? No. You never did? Nope. How about Statue of Liberty? I went to the Statue of Liberty, but I didn't go in it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the highest point you've uh, ever been in your life? Uh, 
after Borgata Hotel is on the 23rd floor. <laughs> and I didn't like that either. At the Borgata Hotel in Atlantic City, you were on the 23rd yeah. floor and you were uncomfortable. Very. Oh. I said, next time we get a room, I don't want to go above like 12 floors. But what do you think is going to happen? The building's going to tip over? I don't over? like it up there. I just, I don't like it. What about flying on an airplane? Are you nervous when you look out well, the window? Yes, I don't like flying. You know that. <laughs> oh boy, this lady doesn't like anything. Nope. I mean, were you We'd like, like this when you were younger? Yes. Same thing. Yes. Boy. I mean, it's a, oh, wow. It's amazing you have any, you don't seem to like doing anything. <laughs> I do. I have fun when I was young, but yeah. I don't like heights. All right. But flying in an airplane, I don't really mind it. Well, I don't like it. When I was on tour with Les Mis, we flew once a week. Once a well, week. Every Monday, I was in a different airport. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> that won't catch me And the planes that. would go up, and then we come down, and we'd be in a new place do the show for a week and then go up and come down a new place, do a show for a week. It was great. I got to see the whole country. I know. That's a good experience. Saw places I never would have seen before. That's you know, right. I only ever really lived in New York or Los Angeles. So I got to see the middle of the country and it's wonderful. I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's nice. You live in New York or Los Angeles. If you're an actor, you're in entertainment or whatever you do. It's good to see the rest of the country and just get a feeling of actually like the country you live in. Because New York and Los Angeles are very much their own places. Not that that's bad. I love Los right. Angeles and I love New York. I love both cities. But it was very good. It was a very good experience. It changes your perspective on everything when you go to anywhere, really, when you We're travel. Somewhere different, right. Yeah, when I went to London, Paris, I've been to Italy. It just changes your perspective on the whole world. I think we should go to Italy, you and me. Uh, I don't think so. Why? Not at this stage of the game. I don't like oh. going on airplanes. I would have went to Italy 20 years ago if I wanted to travel fly. But you came here. I know. After begged and made, well. <laughs> made the reservations, I could. <laughs> I didn't have I don't say the matter. Well, that's the only way I could get you to come is if I got the plane tickets. Well. What's happening tonight? Saturday night? Nothing. No, nothing's happening right. tonight. Well, maybe we could get you to try some kind of fake meat at some point, some fake chicken or. Oh, we're going to we're going to try the fryer. When I hope so. Oh, boy. We're going to yeah. try the air fryer. I'll see if maybe if my brother's home, he can do it with the iPhone. I think yeah, it's going to we'll be very see. easy. We got to get the manual. Actually, yeah, take the it out of the box. Right the box. Yeah. You know, which you haven't done yet. It's been six months. Right. I think it's more than six months. Oh, my God. Take it out of the box. And we'll try it. See how the French fries. We'll just do a few French fries. French see fries. How they come. Right. Yeah. But I don't think alternative meat is for me or you. No. Definitely no. not for me. You like <laughs> regular you. meat. Yeah I, yeah. I like meat. Yeah. I eat a lot of meat too much, probably. I know. So do we. All right, Mom. All well, right. Have a good night. Thanks for being on the podcast. Okay. Stay safe, and I'll see you soon. The Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. 
You can follow the Baby Mouth Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review. Baby Mouth!